Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, and I just wanted to tell you about the ways to follow me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what platform you're on, but I'm on all of the podcast platforms, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can also follow me on my social media for those of you who found me through your podcast platform and not on social media. Some people have been following me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's how they learned about the podcast. But for those of you who learned about my podcast first, please feel free to follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR, and there's no period, so it's DR Delvina, which is spelled D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. And let's see, I have a website. I mentioned before that the website was under construction, but the website is up and good to go. It is Dr. Delvina Help. So again, the DR is abbreviated DR, D as in Delta, E L, V as in Victor, E N A, Help, H E L P as in Papa.com, Dr. Delvina Help.com. So please. Go to my website, take a look, peruse the site, and see what's going on there. And uh, I'm also, let's see, where else am I? I'm in SoundCloud as well, but I'm not as active on SoundCloud as I am with my um, with my podcast. You know, this podcast has been up since May 2020 during the pandemic. And um, I just love talking about the brain and helping to educate people about their mental health and wellness so please spread the word, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a loved one, tell a significant other, tell your ex. If there's something I've t- I touched on that really that you identify with and you want to share it with someone, share it, please. It is Sunday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Delvina Thomas, a board-certified psychiatrist right here in South Florida. And um, today is the actual birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And what you hear in the background is the... King Holiday. This is the song that was created and dedicated to Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King. So it's a federal holiday. It's observed the third Monday of every month. And um, for so many years, it was resisted. So Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated in 1968. And they tried to campaign to get this made into a federal holiday, his birthday or around his birthday. It did not get signed into law until 1983, and it was observed for the first time in 1986. And of course, you guys know the history of the United States. All of these states resisted 
Well, a lot of states resisted. All 50 states did not give in and make it an official holiday until 2000. Can you believe that? 2000! It took until 2000, the year 2000, for them to make this an official freaking holiday. And y'all, forgive me for being late tonight. Um, It's been a a long weekend. Oh, my God. It's just been packed full of so much stuff. Um, Tomorrow is the MLK Parade in Broward County and in Miami and Liberty City. And Brain Love Podcast will be representing. So please watch the news. Um, Channel 10 News locally is covering the parade tomorrow. And we will be on. Um, You'll see Brain Love the Brain Love Podcast, myself, and a few of my friends from back home. So um, watch the news tomorrow. It'll be broadcast live from 11 to 1 p.m. And um, this is a time to recognize and um, to embrace love. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stood for nonviolence and love. Loving your enemy, forgiving your enemy. He stood for love. So tonight, I'm not going to do a lot of talking. Without further ado, I want to introduce tonight's topic. Tonight's topic is, um, again, I'm, I'm sticking with the, the children theme. I'm sticking with um, children and teens. I just want to discuss further our teenagers. So tonight, you're hearing an interview with... Uh, A young lady by the name of Chelsea, she's a high schooler, and and me, Um, she wanted to interview me to ask me specific questions regarding regarding, uh, mental health and awareness. There were, um, there have been a few incidents, including at her high school, and these have been very serious incidents. Um, The incident that I'm discussing is a student who attended Fort Lauderdale High School and jumped off the building to kill himself. So this was in October. So her name is Chelsea, Chelsea McNally, and she came over to my office and she interviewed me. And the reason why I'm sharing this interview is because she represents the voices of teenagers. She represents the kids. So I liked her questions, and I think that these questions will be helpful for your teens. So if you have teens and adolescents, please share this with them. We talk about a lot of things. She, she asked me questions about my childhood, my adolescence, and how did I deal with things like how did I deal with high school and junior high school. Um, and then we talk, you know, somewhere along the line, we talk about ways to cope. So I thought it was a good conversation. It's not super lengthy. I am so sorry that I'm late tonight, but um, sometimes things happen. But hey, I saw it through. And hey, again, shout out to Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We had our Founders Day on Friday, January 13th. Happy Founders Day again to all of my sorors from Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Guys, I hope you enjoy this episode, and please share it with your teens, share with teens in your family, share with teens who you know by association. Tell folks to listen to the podcast, listen to the interview, because I think, I know this is a very helpful episode. 
guys, welcome back to my channel. So today we're here with... Hey, hey, hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Hi, brain <laughs> love queen. So today we're gonna to be asking her a few questions about how her experience was when, cause you were, you were in the army, you were in the army, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how many years did you serve? Um, I'm still in the army. I'm in the army reserves. I've been in since May, 2003. So it's um, over 22 years so far. Uh, I'm sorry, I said 22. <laughs> Three plus 19 is 22. I mean 19 years. Sorry, guys, my math. 19 <laughs> years. Um, and what do you do? Like, you I'm a psychiatrist in the Army also. Okay. Um, so when I'm deployed, I do psychiatric things. Um, so I perform the same type of duties for the military that I would in my civilian office. Um, but in between deployments, I just do regular military stuff. Like we go to the gun range, we practice our shooting, we do, um, you know, we have to stay up on um, life support, different certifications, different certifications and trainings for the military, like sexual assaults and uh, sexual harassment and um, things dealing with racism and discrimination, so. Okay. Like with that topic, um, so a lot of people would say like when someone comes like out of war, like they struggle with, you know, like trauma and like flashbacks. Do you help mm -hmm. people with that? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a lot of our soldiers, some of them go into the military with mental illness or mental health challenges. Some people develop these things after they've joined the military. So, mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of PTSD because remember, we've been at war for so long. Yeah. Um, we went into, you know, first there was, there were a lot of operations, but um, Desert Storm, and then we transitioned in 2001 or so in Iraq because yeah. of 9-11. We've been in Afghanistan forever. We just finally came out of Afghanistan, but we still have little covert operations taking place all around the world. Okay. So, on the topic of mental health, mm -hmm. as like growing up, young, high school, whatever, everybody struggles with it. When you were in high school, did you struggle with it? Like balancing school, social life, sports, anything? Um, it was actually very manageable for me to balance schoolwork, um, my social life. I had a strict mother, so oh. my mom was like, <laughs> uh, you will not date until you graduate high school. Which, you know, that didn't happen because my dad was a little more lenient. Yeah. So I was allowed by the time I was a, a senior to go on a date with a boy. Um, but I was a cheerleader. I was in a lot of clubs. Um, I hung out. There were times, admittedly, I snuck out of the house. Um, and my brother caught me. I have two older brothers. My oldest brother caught me at a party. Like, you know, so I did typical teenage stuff, but I didn't do drugs. No drugs. Um, no drugs. Say no to drugs, man. Drugs are not a good thing. Say no to the pills. Um, so, yeah, I was really good at multitasking. And um, I just, I had so much fun in high school. Like, yeah. high school and middle school were a good time, even with some of the peer pressure that happened. I got into a lot of fights because I was a military kid. Mm -hmm. I was an army brat, so I moved a lot. And when you're the new kid, people want to try you. Yeah. <laughs> And I had yeah. two older brothers, like I said, and they taught me how to fight. So they would try me, and I wasn't the person who would walk away. I would, and my mom would tell me too, if someone hits you, hit them back. So, yeah. like, I didn't fight every day, <laughs> but I had my fair share of proving myself. And once they saw that I wasn't um, a child, yeah. that they left me alone. That's good. That's good. But I'm not endorsing fighting. 
Violence is only I, Yeah, violence is not good, guys. <laughs> Do not fight. Try to talk it out. We know more now about emotional intelligence. Yeah, mental health is definitely a big like, thing in society now. Yeah. So, as what grade are you in, by the way? 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you so, like school? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> That's what I was like asking to like compare because like high yeah. school is so different now. It is. It's, like, yeah, it is. different. I can't imagine. You guys have so many things to deal with. Like, yeah. you have See, social... nobody understands. It. Like, no, oh, like, there's no. no way you could be, like, oh, my stressed gosh. out. Like, no, trust no me. Way. We yeah. understand. Your mom understands. We understand. Yeah. And you guys have social media. Yeah. How hard is that? It is, it is hard because everybody's always judging you, comparing. That's. I think that's, like, one big part of, like, mental health because it's, like, on TikTok, Instagram, you see these videos and everybody's like, oh, like, why do I look like her? Why do I look like her? Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys gotta ignore that crap. Because half the stuff you see on social media is not even true. Yeah. Right? It's not even true. And you just have to, it's entertainment purposes only. Yeah. China's making a whole lot of money over there with this TikTok <laughs> crap. Yeah. A lot of money. TikTok yeah. is really big. Mm-hmm. So what are like some signs like as a person like you can see in like your friends, teenagers, kids that they're going through something like at home or yeah. anything? Um, so let's take boys first. Boys get angry. A lot, yes. They get angry when they're going through things and when they're sad. Mm. Um, I have a son. He's 26 now. So he's, you know, he's an adult. But um, he's still my baby. He's still my, you know, my my, my guy, my little, my, my prince. Um, and he would get mad when I couldn't read his mind. Mm. And I think that is an easy um, misconception from teenagers is you you have these things that I call automatic assumptions where you assume your parents know what's going on with you. Yeah. Or you assume that someone should know that um, you're not feeling well because of something that may have occurred, I don't know, the other day or something that happened at school or you want yeah. folks to read your mind because you haven't become comfortable yet um, in this period of your, your life with communicating your feelings. So, you know, I taught my son at a very young age, you can ask me anything. When he was in fifth grade, he asked me about the the vagina, mm -hmm. um, a woman's <laughs> vagina, because yeah. you know some boys were talking and they mentioned the clitoris, um, which I'm sure you know what that is, right? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So you yeah, gotta talk about these things. What was that, mom? <laughs> she said, hopefully, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> right. 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 So um, boys get angry. They yeah. get irritable when they're sad. Um, sometimes they withdraw also. Girls are usually a little more expressive and expressive to the point of allowing themselves to cry, um, to reach out for help. Uh, but sometimes girls too will withdraw. People who are feeling sad and down and out will withdraw for the most part, even in adults too. Yeah. Um, it's important to learn as a child how to express your emotions and as a teenager and how to talk about them. Because as you become an adult, you're going to be sharing your life with another person and you want to be able to talk to your significant other about the things that are bothering you yes. and the easiest way to say something is just to say it it's easier said than done she yeah has no problem saying it yeah so when you i only practice, have a problem saying it when it's like like if it's like really emotional i i withdraw i don't like to you know go cry in front of everybody you be like oh my gosh like i'm just going through it no mm -hmm. i'm just like i'm more of a withdraw person but, like, if it's, like, honesty about, like, how you're acting, then I'll just tell you because 
Sometimes. And that's good. Yeah. It's good. You know, sometimes it's the way you say things. If you yeah. say them um, with respect and it's it's presented in a nice way, people will appreciate you for that because they'll yeah. say, oh, she's very, uh, she's very direct. Some people are just like, oh, you're so passive. Oh, you're so blunt. Oh, you're so like, I was like, I'm just trying to let you know. Like, <laughs> Some kids are not ready for it. Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, what you see in your household, it influences you and how you are as an adult yeah. and how you'll interact with other people. So, um, you know, some people have a mom who, when she's stressed or anxious, she may go in the room and retreat for two and three days. Mm -hmm. But you want to know that, okay, maybe my mom, my mom grew up differently and didn't learn how to cope. And yeah. so that is why she does that. But I'll learn healthy ways to cope. My, my way is talking to myself and and that can be and that's okay that's acceptable yeah. we call that processing yeah and just say it out loud as long say. as you're not telling yourself unhealthy ways to deal with things right because yeah. a lot of times kids will self-medicate teenagers self-medicate with prescription pills oh no i don't do that yeah yes. yeah yeah i know you don't i know who your mom is <laughs> and your dad i talk to the mirror or, yeah yeah no no my parents do not do any of that. Keep talking to that mirror, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it will not talk back. It's okay though. That, I just need it to come out of my body. That that's the whole point. Yeah, and you you know the other thing you can do is journal too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried. I said I tried to do that, and then like I like you know like when you're like on like a routine and it like drops, and it's like you gotta yeah. Yeah, just pick it back up whenever mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I like journaling. It's like when you can't say, you just write it down. Yeah. So did you hear about what happened at my school or? You know, your mom was the first person to tell me about it. And then yeah. I saw the news report and I was like, wow. Yeah. Just speechless um, and speechless because that that individual was hurting so badly yeah. that um, they found that to be their only um, their only out. And that that I do not want anyone to think that that is a solution to a challenge or an issue. Yeah. We all have to fight through stuff. Everyone has a problem at any point in, in of the week. Like we're all problem solving every day. Yeah. And nothing is so bad that you can't get past it. Nothing. Yeah. My thing on like that, because like everybody yeah i agree like everybody goes through their stuff yeah and like it's very sad that like that was like his like solution to it yeah and like my school the way they handled it is what i don't agree with, which is like the main point in this video like mental health awareness because the way they're taking it is like like you know like when people the like the saying it's like they're like reading off the script just to like make yourself look better mm. but like inside like it's not better at all mm -hmm. it's like kind of like that like we have like therapists at our school you know that the therapy dogs and like all that but it's like we we're supposed to have a walkout and they wanted to like change it to like some like set like a fun act like activities like games like music and i was just like i don't agree with that because that's not spreading the message like it's like they were like okay you always have someone to talk to mm -hmm. and i showed there's like a different way to do that than like playing a game and the music to like, I don't want to say like honor, but like.
So you're saying that they decided not to do the walkout and wanted you guys to do something more, I guess what they felt was more positive by listening to music and um, socializing as opposed to um, a walkout, which is back in the day when I was in school, a walkout meant everybody walked outside into the parking lot. Yeah, that's what what they wanted to do, like walkout. It was supposed to have flowers and posters. And just like remembering the person and like knowing that there's always someone so to like talk a to. memorial for, yeah for him and then like like changed and i'm just like especially with like the group of like kids now mm-hmm. like i feel like i'm just like brushing it off your shoulders like not gonna help anybody because like even like a girl was telling me in school she was like yeah like i went to the therapist and she mm-hmm. was like what was the guy's counselor and she was like yeah she just told me like am i sad because like i'm failing a class and i'm just like People like now, like a lot of adults now, be like, "Oh, you're just sad because you're playing class. I just do better." But like, there's other things like in a teenage or kid's life. Oh, there's many layers. Yeah, Yeah, there's many layers. Um, What I would say about your school's choice and how they handled it is that sometimes people feel like when you are uh, perpetuating a certain type of emotion. So um, basically, maybe they felt the walkout was uh, going to provide an environment of more stress, more sadness, um, more grief, because you guys are all outside, you're walking out, you know, there's flowers, you're crying again, you're emotional, and maybe they didn't have enough mental health people to be outside with you to help you process and work through your emotions. So it's kind of like just allowing your whole student body to go out there and fend for themselves. So um, as a mother, as a mental health professional, and not knowing exactly what their thoughts were in the decision making, that's what I'm thinking is that they were seeing that is the more unproductive as well as the um, more unproductive way to express your emotions because of sort of the negativity in that. Um, Although it's, you know, it's a good idea in terms of um, remembering the person and honoring the person, but the activity itself can be seen as a, as a negative way of sharing your emotions because you're back again in the crying and the despair and the frustration and hugging one another. And again, not having the support from mental health professionals because there's probably just not enough of them to um, to yeah, come to your aid, right? Yeah. And so it just sort of perpetuates that whole grief thing all over again. So I think they probably thought, let's do something that channels their emotions in a more positive way. Music is therapy. Music therapy is a yeah. good way to deal with stress. It's a good way to deal with sadness. Um, the games, you said you guys played games also? Or they were well, trying Well, we didn't to... do it yet. Like, what they did was postpone it because they want to do okay. like, games and music. Yeah. yeah. So I I think they're allowing um, the other part of this processing, the grieving, for you to probably do that in private with someone one-on-one. Whether you choose to do it with a a mental health professional on campus or you do it on your own outside of the school. So with all that, do you think, especially like, you know, some colored people would say that their parents don't believe in therapy. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. But do you think that therapy, like everybody should get it? Like it's an important thing? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it does not hurt. If you have a challenge, if you have something 
you're dealing with that you need support on. Um, if you have something from your past that keeps creeping up in your psyche that you keep thinking about, maybe you had a trauma from before, maybe you have a relationship that you're trying to mend or repair, maybe you're trying to learn how to deal with people better. You know, there are so many different um, reasons why people explore psychotherapy. And psychotherapy doesn't have to be for a problem either. It could just be to have a professional, unbiased person who allows you to process. When you go to therapy, the person is not telling you what to do. They're helping you to process so that you can come to a conclusion on what's healthy for whatever situ situation that you're mulling over. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> so, um, you have a YouTube channel, right? I do, yeah. It's Dr. Delvina Thomas. Um, doctor is abbreviated. It's D-R, Delvina Thomas, no I's, all E's, D-E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, T-H-O-M-A-S. <laughs> I'll link it down. Now. I'll link it down below in the description. Okay. Um, so you guys can check her out. And thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you know you always have someone to talk to. Yes. And that therapy is okay. And if you don't want to do therapy, there's also other healthy ways, you guys. Like can. what? Give them some other talking ways. to the mirror, <laughs> or you else? can journal. Yep, you can listen to music. Yep, prayer. Yeah, yep. prayer. If you didn't hear that, yeah, and being outside, being outdoors, exercising. Yeah, they say vitamin D helps. Absolutely, Going exercising. Yeah, exercise, exercising regularly. Your mom said meditation, and with meditation comes yoga, tai chi. Reiki is excellent. We're starting a new Reiki program here in the office downstairs mm. in our spa. So consider those other yeah. interventions. Sports too. Yes. Sports. Yeah, that's that exercise thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about a pill and it's not just about psychotherapy. We have to find a lot of ways to help ourselves. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys for watching. Bye. Bye. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.